This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Cracking On With The Sun. What a jaw-dropping episode that was last night. I genuinely had to pick my jaw off the floor because I could not believe what we were seeing at the end of the episode. Your jaw is on the floor more these days than it is attached to your face. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I'm just loving this series so much, I can't tell you. I get it though. Every single episode, there's a shock, there's something kicking off. I think in previous series, there's those those kind of in-between episodes where you're a little bit bored, maybe. You know, nothing's really going on. Not with All Stars. It delivers. I think one thing that they're doing exceptionally well is all of these exes. Um, Speaking of which, stay tuned. We have another ex joining us on the podcast. So we've got Toby's ex, Abby Rawlings. You've chatted to her about how she thinks he's getting on. Anything that you can tease for later. God, I, I really love Abby. She was brilliant to talk to. She, um, we, we actually played her a couple of the moments that she hadn't seen from Toby in the villa. And we got her reaction and it is brilliant. Oh. She's just, let's say that she um, wanted to be, wanted to believe in him that he'd change and maybe is accepting that actually he hasn't. Oh, therein lies the problem. <laughs> These islanders. <laughs> Change isn't in their vocabulary. Uh, speaking of which, obviously, Tyler's back. Yeah, um, so you told us yesterday that we were getting another ex yes. in the villa, and then Tyler arrives, who, um, I don't know if you've interviewed him before. I am obsessed with him. I think I told him that, actually, at one point during the interview, which is very unprofessional, but he is just such a lovely boy. He's genuinely really lovely, and I think he got a bit of a bad time in the villa last time. I think he came out to a lot of hate, because we're very team Kaz, aren't we? Mm. The fan club for, for Kaz is huge, but... Um, Tyler walks in and I thought did the decent thing, picked his ex, Kaz, who looked very shocked. But she seemed to have a bit of a problem with it. Oh, it was like immediate beef, wasn't it? It was like we were down gaucho and they were bringing out that board with all the beef on it. (laughs) I wonder where you were going with that. Okay. (laughs) Niche. Um, Kaz, you, you could see on her face... And I think the problem with it was if he'd have said some kind of gushing compliment, like all of you, have, um, among all of you good looking women, 
there's just one girl that shines for me or some other kind of Love Island cheese, Kaz would have been like, <laughs> okay, we'll see. I don't know. I but it was that kind of slightly in on the fence. And I get where he's coming from. He doesn't know how it's going to land. He probably wants to try and play his card safe. He's probably worried it would land exactly how it did. Yeah, but by <laughs> sitting on the fence, you only ever get splinters in your bum, said mm. someone probably once you know what I mean but like, I just I feel a bit like she should be thankful especially what happened next which was we found out that who hadn't been chosen and who was left single yeah was immediately dumped from the villa which was that jaw-dropping moment we were talking about yeah um so that was da, da, da. obviously Lewis and Demi yeah kicked out the villa which, which Demi she's very popular she's I, I just think she's one of the loveliest people ever yeah. for her to be out so soon just as she was getting going really she'd found something with Lewis yeah. next thing she's out of there yeah so I had a little chat with someone earlier this morning just about how Demi's feeling and um yeah I think gutted's the right word because she'd been having a great time she was really feeling Lewis so Jake told us for the podcast yesterday how pretty much from the off Demi and Lewis were kind of on we didn't necessarily see that on the program but um they were they were sailing now they thought this is us mm-hmm. um so obviously great that they're out together and they can explore that maybe um but yeah she's gutted you know she, she packed millions of dresses and bikinis and things and you know I think she was probably a pretty safe bet for sailing through the series but totally no. producers had other ideas well it's interesting you say that because uh, you know how I love a fan theory go on and I've been looking at everyone's reactions theory of the day (laughs) and it it reminds me of do you remember Harris from last year yeah who he it we it was the son who revealed that he there was this punch video quite a violent brawl that he was involved in that was filmed um and it you know obviously it kind of upset quite a lot of people it was being shared everywhere and soon after that he became the first to leave but it was in a completely normal format so you know it was similar to last night where it could have been anyone but he happened to be the one that was that was kicked out and it reminded me of Lewis Lewis has been the one who has had some bad press he's got a lot of trolling a lot of hate online and you you wonder whether it is a little bit easier for the producers um, not having him in there. He was the only one out of the whole cast who was getting kind of any negative headlines. And I feel like maybe Demi was sort of collateral damage. Ooh. And really it was Lewis to sort of maybe, yeah, yeah. his time was up. Yeah, um, because I agree in that the one thing, so the one thing producers can control in those situations, they can't control necessarily who gets chosen. You know, Arabella chose Chris and then um, Tyler chose Kaz, which left those two single. Can't necessarily control that. But what they can control is then what happens. What they could have done is leave the vote up to the Islanders. You know, quite often they do that, choose one that stays and so on. or, like you say, maybe they saw this as their chance to get rid of their bad egg um, yeah. and, and swoop. And, of course, Love Island would say that, you know, this is it is completely random. Um, it's not a fix. Some people were saying it's very convenient. Hang on. ITV say <laughs> it is not I a fix. I have written that down. because <laughs> Because it is important to say, obviously, a lot of the time this show... Um, it is the public vote, and and I think people do tend to kick off um, if they don't like the result. 
but then you have to say hang on a minute it's public vote you know it just that's just how it's gone down yeah it is a slightly slightly different situation with this because like we're saying it's been manipulated slightly with the producers and um you kind of wonder if if they'd been in a different position which they could have well been I mean I think Toby was expecting to be chosen by Arabella and he looked a bit put out Toby. I loved it. So I think <laughs> what's what's rapidly emerging here yeah. is a picture that Toby is Mr. Loverboy. Um I th- who, sing is there. there anyone that and I say this with all the love in the world mm. because he's young, he's fun, he's living his best life. Is there anyone that Toby hasn't kissed? <laughs> Let me just get my <laughs> Um, it might be quicker to name the people that because he if you just said to me, okay, who in the Love Island All Stars cast is going to be the one that has got with the most people over the years? I'd be looking at like a Joshua Ritchie or you know someone from those earlier series, someone from series two, three. Yeah. No, Toby mm. has been a busy boy in the last couple of years. I just don't see him with Arabella. I just don't see it. She just seems so much more mature. Well, than they haven't. Him. They, isn't there something like ten years between them? They've got like quite the age gap. Yeah. Um, I don't know, see it working. He was in the 2021 villa. That's, you know, two years. Mm. And he has he has been living his best life. And I love that for him. Because do you know what I love more than anything? Is Islanders who go on there and then are just like, this has given me this wonderful chance to have a great time yeah. for a couple of years. My favorite recent example of that is Casey that was in the Winter Villa last year. Yes. Hasn't necessarily tried to be an influencer, no. isn't really doing those brand deals, but it's just on holiday constantly, snogging all the girls, having a lovely time. Oh, I know. Him and Tom, my God, they yeah. have a great time together, Well, I know, exactly. They? And, you, you know, they're not bitter about the edit or anything like that because they're like... Love Island's given me this great life. So, Toby, mm. love your work. Um, I suppose that brings us on to someone who potentially isn't loving Toby's work as much, which is ex-Abby. So, yeah, Abby, um, she... I don't know if, if you have to look back to that series in 2021, but this was Toby being Toby at his finest, which is kind of hopping around all over the place. He had been matched up with Chloe Burrows at Well, that no, there was point. Kaz first, then there was Chloe. Yeah. Then there was Mary, Catherine or Mary. Or was there Abby and then Mary, actually? Abby, then Catherine or Mary. God. Then he came back yeah. and then got with Chloe. Yes. And so Abby was the sandwich. Yeah. And I do, and actually speaking to her, she puts across, I think in a really lovely way, I need to be better at this, being less bitter about exes. <laughs> <laughs> she was great because she was saying, Look, it was quite nice seeing him reunite with Toby after, um, reunite with Chloe after all of that because it looked really. They were very cute together. It looked, it looked lovely. But then, um, she was happy with that. What she's not happy with is that kind of dotting around constantly. The grass is always greener, but it's not. He realizes it's not, and he goes back again, goes back again, mm. and we're kind of seeing that this time around. Would you go back to Georgia if she would have him? Yes. Yes. Arabella, yes. he'd a couple up with her, <laughs> but she chose Chris. Yeah. So he's in a bit of a predicament now. Yeah. Um, and it was so interesting to get Abby's thoughts on this. So should we hear what she thinks? Yes, let's. We saw Demi kissing Lewis. 
quite mm-hmm. a hot and steamy kiss and then mm-hmm. we saw her go over and sit next to Liv and Kaz honestly that was the most awkward moment ever I was just it was tense you could feel the tension couldn't you um yeah. and if looks could kill I do think that Demi would be dead <laughs> um do you think that Demi should maybe have been honest in that in that moment you know what I really liked um, I know Demi quite well as well I, th- I really like her I think she's a lovely girl I think what happens there because again it, it see it might come across a bit strange as she walked over straight after kissing Lewis when obviously Kaz was also trying to pursue something with him I think her genuine reaction was like right I need to tell Kaz and then she walked over and then when the reception wasn't like the warmest I think then she thought nah actually this isn't the time <laughs> and then she like bottled it but then it just caused this like all three of them just sat there like tumbleweed <laughs> that's what I think that because otherwise it's really random of all the people she could sit next to why would she sit next to Kaz but yeah I think she that's what I thought exactly that yeah but yeah it, that was an awkward situation I can just imagine that um obviously Kaz is going to be frustrated because it's uh that's the only person she's interested in at the moment isn't mm. it so, mm-hmm. so yeah and then obviously with um, Liv and Mitch, I think both of them together would have just been having like a proper little moan and just felt frustrated. And then mm. whilst they're in their films, Dem then walks over and it's like right down in the middle of it, like, hi! And obviously she's so bubbly and high energy and they're like, hi. <laughs> and knowing Demi on the outside, you can totally see how that situation has played out. It's, it's not even set up, yeah. it's just brilliant. No, um, when but... she ran into the um, changing rooms and then was like, oh, I'm just looking for my phone. While holding her phone. <laughs> Honestly, it cracks she, me like, up. Drawers, just moving stuff around, like, got it. Most... Come in with no makeup on her face. <laughs> it's rubbed off. <laughs> you know, some viewers saying that they're a bit mean girls, you know. What was all that about? It was a bit much. It's there's kind of two camps. It's either that or it's people saying that Demi should have been honest in that moment. Um, what do you think about the mean girls comment? Obviously, you don't think they're like that. So can you? No. Yeah. Tell there's... us Tell us what Yeah, what, what they are like, real friends-wise. Either of them have a bad bone in their body. I generally think that Demi just walked over during an, a situation where they were venting to each other. And they were, you have, in, the, in a place like Love Island, you have to be able, hello, sorry, it's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> in a place like Love Island, you have to be able to vent because otherwise you, that's why people get so emotional, like, because you suppress stuff and then it ends up, you end up acting off of like emotion rather than like logical thinking. Yeah. So you have to be able to vent. So I reckon those two were both venting their, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for like an annoyance like just how they're frustrated their frustration yeah their frustration so they were still in that feels and it was just the worst time for Demi to have walked over <laughs> but I don't think also as well you don't know how it's even cut because we literally signed contact contracts from Love Island saying they can use any bits and anywhere and throw it all up. They could have been having a conversation, but just use clips of all of them saying nothing at different times. You actually don't know. Yeah. It is manipulated for the viewers, and it literally says that when it turns when, when you turn on the telly, like mm-hmm. it's manipulated for viewing purposes. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it it definitely looked um, bitchy, but I don't believe that that would have been the truth I don't think that's how Kaz and Liv would have handled the situation personally do you feel 
worried about Georgia still because of, I know she kept saying, I don't know how I feel, I'm confused, but at every second chance she she would say, I really like you, Toby, I like you so much. And she just seems to be all in, whereas we know that he's not. So do you feel worried about her going forward? Um, I feel like, oh, I'd hate to watch her get her heart broken because she does seem genuine. I feel like her feelings, I wouldn't say she's faking it. I'd say that she generally looks like she is really into him. So I hope that this is just the... I hope Toby's just window shopping and he doesn't pull any crazy things out of the bag because, yeah, potentially she could have her heart broken, but I really hope not. But I know, I know. It's so hard when you actually watch people you think generally like love someone or is into them, mm. that heartbroken and we witness everything. It's really horrible. <laughs> I just love how Love Island are just heavily leaning into the exes. I worried that, um, you know, obviously people are drawing comparisons already to X on the beach. It is very celeb on X on the beach, for sure. Um, And I thought maybe they'd try and lean more towards, you know, in recent years, there's been this tendency of leaning towards the fluff of like, it's Love Island, we want love, we don't want drama. Mm. And I thought, oh no, are they going to try and put people in who they think something could genuinely bloom? But no. (laughs) They are like, oh no, my mixing bowl is too small, bring me a bigger mixing bowl to throw more exes in, and then let's get a whisk. Well, you you said it before in a previous podcast that, you know, this is a this is a more produced Love Island than we're used to. Yeah. And it is similar to Celebex on the Beach, which I think is one of the best series oh, out there on MTV because, you know, it, they, they've got a lot longer to edit the show than Love Island. And they've got all of these exes and it's, it, they aren't kind of, they understand the game. They're going in there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. They know what's coming. Yeah. Um, And so it makes a really entertaining show. And I think Love Island, trying to lean into that a little bit more, has, has just 
gone down so well. Definitely. Um, but they have less time to turn it around and how they're doing it, I'm so impressed because it I is know. a lot to pack in and we're, it's sort of, you blink and there's another X in there. I was um, getting my Carol Vorderman on this morning and I was thinking just already the amount of Love Island talent that ITV have booked and we're only in week two. Mm-hmm. The amount that they are probably spending, because they've probably got at least another twenty. Mm-hmm. My quick maths was was sort of coming up with because mm-hmm. the rate that they're putting these X's in there, and we've only really touched on a couple of those fractured relationships. There's many more in there that are still to be tapped. You know, Hannah Elizabeth is getting very little drama. Mm. Um, I'm sure we can throw some people in there that she's had some relations with. You know, who else? Mitch <laughs> relations, <laughs> relations. Um, you know, Mitch. I'm sure that one of the summer girls would love to to come in. Um, God, there's, there's loads of them more to go. So mm-hmm. I think we could probably see another 20 people walk through those doors. And, it, you know, they're saving the best till last as well. We always get some amazing bombshells yeah. further into the series. And you've got to remember, although there's been all this drama, we're actually only a week in. Yeah. Um, and obviously we know already that there isn't going to be a casserole more. And instead, they are just leaning towards more frequent, regular arrivals of bombshells. Mm-hmm. So... You know, if you think about how Casa Amor is usually that halfway point that sort of mixes everything up, we've still got that to come. And I feel like I'm still sort of ricochet from <laughs> from just these these sort of like in shots of drama every night. So. Yeah. And and do you think that the amount of people? I'm just thinking about the um, the Casa Amor situation. Mm. Do you think that they know there's not going to be a Casa Amor and that they still hedging their bets? Ooh, interesting. Because I think everyone, every islander does always talk about that, don't they? They sort of see that as a point of like, that's the big test. That's when I can have this lads weekend away, yeah. you know, all of that kind of and stuff. And they almost start to sort of um, stage manage their own journey, I guess, mm-hmm. thinking this is setting me up perfectly for Catherine Moore. Potentially, not sure. Yeah. Actually, when we spoke to Jake, he said that... Um, in terms of all the exes, he wasn't sure whether it was the right move, but he said that um, ITV had to do something to mm-hmm. make this one feel different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it does feel different. Yeah, absolutely. Lovely, I yeah. know. Right, so, speaking of which, tomorrow night, we got a lovely teaser. Oh, that was it. That was, I love that. I can't do, do any in Sterling. I can't do any in Sterling. <laughs> tomorrow night. That, that was appalling. <laughs> so sorry to anyone out there who's watching the Scottish <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> As I'm from there, I am actually very offended, but we'll just try and move on from it. Um, anyway, it, look, it looked epic. Snogs a go-go. Who was snogging? So, Anton and Georgia snogging. And Chris and Arabella snogging. snogging. So, I've got a juicy little insight into the episode tonight. I love tonight. when you bring this. Yeah. Um, so, if we thought that Lewis and Demi's snog was raunchy... <gasps> You know, we were a bit... Yeah, it was very raunchy. What I'm hearing about Chris and Arabella's is this is potentially the most tongue, quote, we've ever seen on Love Island. (laughs) (laughs) Because the snogging is so graphic. Now, I'm guessing this is going to have to be well past the watershed because this sounds saucy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I love this for Chris, obviously. I think that him and Arabella are a good match. Yeah, 
he just wasn't the one that I sort of popped out in my head initially for her, just because of her past kind of type. Because he's like footballer vibes. Yeah. Um, but I think the fact that, I mean, she throws her head back laughing and isn't that kind of what every girl really wants? You yeah. Know, someone to, to make you laugh. And, and she seems to enjoy his really odd chat. So I think that she is a clever girl. Um, you know, she's got she's got some brain matter going on up there. Mm. And he feels like the only one that can really match her mm-hmm. on that level. And I think, you know, she's talked about how um, when I chatted to her before she went into the villa, um, she talked about how she's 32 now. You know, she, she wants to meet someone that's like her life partner. And that is someone that's kind of, you can have a decent conversation with mm-hmm. because, you know, no one's going to look like that forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they might do because they've probably got the right people on speed dial. <laughs> but, um, but I'm also thinking you've been with Leonardo DiCaprio out on dates and out on his yacht. She's partied. Partied, yeah. But she's, you know, she's (laughs) been, she was deemed incredible enough to be on that yacht, right? Yeah. And so I'm thinking it's all downhill from there. Yeah. And I think you'd have to accept that. You'd have to say, right, this is it. Like I've I've just got to, I've peaked. Yeah. I'm now going to just settle down with a lovely boy called Chris who is very funny, makes me laugh. Yeah. And to be fair, like (laughs) if you're looking at sort of like the Love Island spheres of influence, right? Up here, on Leonardo's yacht, probably is Bean in Barbie. Similar kind of Hollywood vibes. Yeah. In terms of people That's that true. can match yeah. her. Yeah. In terms of people that they know, how to conduct themselves. She's, Arabella's probably also seen how Chris has behaved incredibly well in terms of how he dealt with his breakup with Maura. So obviously... That was quite a high-profile relationship, and Maura Higgins. I'm still not over that, you know. I oh, really no. wanted them to stay together. I know, but you know, she has also taken herself outside of that Love Island, you know, going to premieres kind of mm. kind of beauty events bubble. And Chris behaved incredibly well and respectfully. He's never really talked about their relationships, even when I really tried to make him talk about Maura before he went into the villa. Um, he wouldn't. He said, you know, there's a level of respect there. I love saw him. how... She... Frustrating for us, but love that. Yeah. Him, yeah. yeah, girl. Um, <laughs> but he, he said, like, I saw how she hated it when Curtis Pritchard used to talk about her and he and used to sort of almost trade on her name in yeah. interviews. And he said, I just would never do that to her. And I think that Arabella, you know, she's a switched on girl. She probably really likes that too. She doesn't want to be gossiped about. Um, so I don't know. I see it working. Yeah. But. Oh, no. Another little tease for you about tonight's episode. Um, and another quote here. There's a game that gets played that is so raunchy, it's described as feral. <laughs> I love the word feral. <laughs> I'm seeing, you know, never mind a foot fetish, never mind anything that's gone on before. Yeah. Feral to me is like clothes being ripped off. Full on lap dance, lap, straddle, yeah. licking. I was going to say Oops. sucking, but is that too yeah. far? <laughs> That's too far, I think. Yeah. Amanda picks up her teeth. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Anyway, I can't wait. Being prudish. Look forward to us feeling a bit flushed tomorrow morning. I can't wait for that. <laughs> that actually reminds me. Do you think that they're going to do the the famous sort of dance night? You know how they all get dressed up and do the heart yes. rating and heart rate challenge. They are all so up for it. Oh. 
Yeah, it's one of my favorite Same. episodes of every series because Same. I think you watch it kind of a bit through your hands, like through your fingers, and I think you, you you're, you're embarrassed, you're cringing, yeah, you're laughing, yeah, you're a bit like, oh, hello, yeah, when you've got these sexy guys that are around all the girls, but. Yeah, it's just one of those kind of peak moments, isn't it? I feel like this is sort of like a social psychology type thesis to be written about the Love Island Sexy Dance Challenge and its evolution over the years from what used to be quite coquettish, you know, maybe a straddle, a bit of a shimmy, <laughs> yeah. to full on, I think there's girls now who sort of almost do the wheelbarrow, is that what the kids call it? <laughs> um, where they're sort of like twerking, but they're leaning on their hands so the bum is full. Yes. Um, yeah, proper twerking. That's high level twerking, isn't it? Like, and yeah. I think it's TikTok. Yeah. Which has brought this about because everyone's everyone's a dancer now. Mm. And I say that with full admiration. Um, well, well, that's the thing, though, that, you know, this is why it could be the, the most epic one ever because I feel like they, they've been practicing. They have been rehearsing for this moment. <laughs> they knew that they were going in and they've got their dance routine. They've been in front of the mirror. And I think that they are going to, it's going to be very competitive. I think they yeah. want to. They want to win. So oh you God, always yeah. you want to raise the heart. Also, the most heartbeats, don't you? Yeah. Um. For Hannah Elizabeth never did that challenge. Oh, oh my God. She is bloody amazing. She is up for it. I'm sorry, keen. but there'll be. I think those guys are going to be in trouble with her coming towards them. Well, I mean, God. I mean, the boys give as good as they get, don't yeah. they? In those challenges. Um. So I have to just mention my favorite point of last night. Mm-hmm. I am now christening Anton. <laughs> David Antonborough. <laughs> that moment where that was brilliant. He and Georgia was sort of like stood next to each other, but then I think Arabella was there, and Anton was like narrating their almost courting ritual. So it was uh, Georgia and I are now starting to look at this more on a relationship level, <laughs> but then also standing in that like sort of shin high water in that pool and coming back together we're going to push the romantic thing a little more yeah. make lips a thing later you know what I'm saying I might see where it goes oh hello you two and see where it goes but I think that we Arabella I think was like okay I'm just going to go now because she obviously felt so awkward by Anton's was, approach it was hilarious to watch because you were like do you realise that she's right there it was just really awkward but yeah. then also I think the way that he it was typical Anton of him Managing to say something that just sounds so awkward, which was, he kept repeating it as well, um, that he was going to be pushing the romance with Georgia. We're going to be pushing the romance side. We're going to be pushing into that romantic side. I was like, right, that's not how women like to be treated, Anton. Unless he's doing consent. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like, why are you talking like that? It's about to get sexy. Sexy, is that going to be okay? Uh, I'm going to push for sexy. (laughs) I've actually uh, been chatting to one of Anton's exes. Ooh. Do you remember Belle Hassan? Ooh. She um, she she was great. She gave us some really good juicy gossip on Anton and what she thinks about his, I could say game plan in there, but we'll hear oh. about that more this week on the podcast. Oh, I love a game plan. Yeah. Um, Brill, what did you love last night? One of my, I just think, just to highlight this, there's nothing more really to add to it other than Mitch chatting up Arabella. Just found it hysterical. Just thought, what? I don't get it. See the whole situation with Liberty. I feel like I'm not actually in the middle of all of that. I don't. Obviously, I. You can't in the middle of my stuff. It would just like I sat down here with Lib. What I am is I'm very honest. If I weren't attracted to you, this be easy. It's not. 
so I've scrambled your head a little bit. A t not a lot, but a enough. Oh, to... okay, great. That's good to know. Um, I don't know how he thinks that he's in her league at all, but there we go. I, this isn't funny. This is actually quite concerning. Hannah Elizabeth missing. Where, where was she in that episode? I completely agree. I mean, I, I missed her. I think that we need a bit of Hannah Elizabeth in there. Do we, we need, need we need bowl, her. We need some Hannah Elizabeth. We need John in there. That's what I'm with. I think we we're now do. campaigning because we've mentioned it twice already this week. But we need him in there. Yeah, and and also like let's not forget there's probably other people. You know, they all speak to these producers all the time, forever. So like, there's going to be other people, not just John. Like, look, I can't remember who else she had a thing with in series one because I think she was just basic with John from the start, wasn't she? Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see who they can find. But she's been on the circuit for so long. There will, you're right. There will be people. Definitely. Um, I'm missing her. Yeah. I can't even remember what she had on last night, and that's a tragedy. <gasps> That's so true. I know. How about we didn't what see was her? It? We didn't see Scold. her. Yeah, problem. It would have been iconic no matter what. No, I know. Speaking of Georgia Harrison's PJs, <laughs> I don't know where I can get them from, but I I need some. <laughs> and and when <laughs> she came in <laughs> after sleeping outside, which I don't think she should have done, I think that Josh should have gone outside. But you know, he's not a gentleman, obviously. Mm. And she is outside there she comes in in the morning and everyone's taking the mick out of her because she's got some like kind of feather dusters on her on the end of her pjs yeah. <laughs> like have you been dusting brilliant you, you know the one thing that i think about georgia which i think more and more is coming across is she is just so her own her own person um like we've talked before about how it's really nice that this group of islanders aren't all the same you know, there's some real sort of personalities who are just, this is me. Mm -hmm. And she's definitely one of those, isn't she? Oh, she's, I think that she's the one that deserves to find love in there. I really hope she does. Oh, I still have a thing, that, I still have this small hope that Chris and, Chris Taylor and Georgia Harrison might get no, together. Down the line. Because I just, I just really don't see it working. With, I don't, with Anton. I don't know. It'll be interesting time. to see how the kiss plays out. I don't know. I'm just imagining it being awkward, but I don't know. We need so, to see the build up, don't we? Back when I was a professional dater, before I met my <laughs> husband, um, I think, like you say, a kiss can change everything. Mm. Um, and quite often, I would be like, sorry, men that were subjected to this. Um, quite often, I would kiss someone just to just to see, mm. because sometimes you're like, I'm not quite sure how I feel about this. Mm. Are we pushing the romance here, I do or think are we that's not? What George has done, I think she's yeah. taken the leap. She knows that it's not working out with Josh. It hasn't in the past, and it was then confirmed because he was just off chatting to anyone and everyone yeah. um, after they kissed. Yeah, and she was not happy about that. So. I think that it's like, right, let's just give it a go. It's a for it feels quite forced. This is the pushing of the romance. <laughs> we were seeing it play out. Pushing romance stage pushing one. Romance, it's happening. Yeah. But I cannot wait to see how it all plays out tonight. No, I know. Um, do you know what I think is interesting? And I'm gonna ruin it all now. We've not talked about Molly and Callum once this episode. And I think that's good. I'm bored of it. Yeah. Well, do you know a lot of people were agreeing with my theory from yesterday? Uh, and Amanda's lots of messages to say about that they, yeah, they were like, that's actually spot on. But we did see that first look um, in last night's episode, which was um, Callum and Toby having yeah. a massive row. Yeah. Um, we're assuming that that's about Georgia Steele um, because Toby sort of ditched her. Now Callum's cracking on and they seem to have a bit of chemistry. I think it's just, you know, they kept saying, it was, you know, She's northern, he's northern, as if like that matches you. Like, I thought I found that I found that odd. Also, isn't she from Leicester? 
she's she's not it's not is like, that northern now i i think that they just anything that's above london it's like <laughs> watford the, gap north the north <laughs> it's very game of thrones it's just talking about the north all the time in that place um so i i don't know whether that means that molly is out of the picture now um that's something to discuss tomorrow because does this mean that Callum has kind of just completely written her off and he's going at it with Toby because he wants Georgia Steele that much? Uh, I don't know. I'm bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> more of things that I'm bored about tomorrow. Yes. Um, when we'll hear from more exes, I'm sure, and all the action coming up in the villa. 